0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have a cloudy sky, some rain in the area, 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday. It's the 13th of July, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And well, we've got some thunderstorms in our area that were kind of unexpected. When We looked at the forecast yesterday. We've been hearing rumblings of thunder for the past hour. Now the storm's really moving into our area here. And we've got a pretty strong cell that's going to be right over our listening area for the next hour. That'll be followed up by periods of rain till about 10 o'clock. And if you've got any strenuous activities that need to be done outside, you'll want to get those done probably between 10 and noon. Because as the afternoon moves on, Mother Nature will be bringing the heat. We'll be under a heat advisory once again today. Our afternoon high around 96 with a heat index as high as 112. Now, before the rain moves out this morning, we could get between a quarter and a half inch of precipitation. Tonight, slight chance of rain, that's really at daybreak. Clouds increase, our low 76, and a chance of rain on Friday, otherwise sunny skies, a high of 93. Saturday and Sunday, we've got slight chances of rain, otherwise lots of sunshine and highs in the low 90s. Right now, some clouds and some thunderstorms in the area, 79 at the KVOM Studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day for today. It's Diane Barnes at the Petty Jean Country Headlight. Obituaries this morning. Jeff D. Ned Barnes, age 66, of Moralton, died on Tuesday, July 11th. He was a retired carpenter and plumber and is survived by his mother, Lova, three sons, Matthew, Joey, and Michael Barnes, all of Kansas, one brother, Sam Barnes of Moralton, and five grandchildren, among other family and friends. Memorial service will be at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Shirley Ann Hervey Cato, age 62, died on July 7th. She is survived by her mother, Willie B. Hervey of Plummerville, two sons, Maurice Jeffers of St. Louis, Missouri, and Ramsey Cato of Moralton, four brothers, Bobby Joe Jenkins of Kansas City, Missouri, Michael Hervey of Plummerville, Reginald Hervey of Springfield, Missouri, Bernard Hervey of Russellville, three sisters, Barbara Osler of Springfield, Missouri, Carolyn McKee of Moralton, Sheila Pledger of Kansas City, Kansas, two uncles, two aunts, five grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, cousins, and friends. Visitation will be Thursday, July 13th, 3 to 6 p.m. at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors. Celebration of Life for Shirley Cato will be Friday, July 14th, 1 p.m. at Mount Carmel Church in Plumerville. Arrangements are by Vance, Wilson, and Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. Adrian Morris, age 21 of Cinneridge, died on July 2nd. He is survived by his father, Dwayne Morris, his mother, Tanya Chapman, an additional advisor, Grace Simmons Jewell, grandparents, Herschel and Merlene Morris, Vernell Murphy, Calvin and Irma Carter, Moe Dealer Kennedy, Ricky Chapman, and Regina McCoy. Twelve siblings Duana Johnson, Chantrell Delf, Taylor Chapman, Jason Chapman, Michaela Payne, Schaikel Delf, Kaylee Hammonds, Tobias Sorensen, Shalian Dixon, Layla Dixon, Cameron Morris, and Miranda Dixon, Bonus siblings Kaisha Morris, Katrina Morris, Rashawn Morris, and Tamaria Smith, seven nieces, eight nephews, and a host of other relatives and friends. Visitation will be Friday, july fourteenth, 4 to 6 p.m. at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors. Funeral service for Adrian Morris will be on Saturday, July 15th, 11 a.m. at the Nemo Vista Gymnasium at Center Ridge. Arrangements by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. Jimmy Ray Williams, age 68 of Perryville, died on Tuesday, July 11th. He was a veteran and an iron worker and is survived by four sons, one daughter, several grandchildren three brothers, Darrell Williams, Ted Williams, and Tommy Williams, among other family. A private memorial service for Jimmy Ray Williams will be held at a later date, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 735, we've got some thunderstorms in the area, 79 at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 96 today with a heat index as high as 112, and we'll be under a heat advisory. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
1: Welcome home to Hometown Banking, Patty Jean State Bank.
2: Loan's done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in
0: touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737. We have some thunderstorms in the area, overcast skies, and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Beginning in the 2023-24 school year, Morlton High School will offer the only course of study for high school students in the state of Arkansas that will allow students to become certified firefighters and begin a career as a firefighter upon completion of the program. The school offered a firefighting class for the first time this past school year, but South Conway County School Superintendent Sean Halbrook explains the district has since been able to partner with Southern Arkansas University Tech in Camden to allow MHS to become a satellite school for the firefighting academy.
1: And we we're going to set up a, a program where kids, when they, they go all the way through the program, they pass everything, they complete the program and pass all their tests, they can go graduate high school, be 18, and go get a job at a paid fire department and have a career. Or possibly EMT if they're 18.
0: Halbrick says they're excited about the opportunities it presents not only for MHS students, but for students from surrounding schools who are interested in firefighting.
1: We can also take in other kids from other schools. They can come in, take this class, and go back to their school. It also benefits our community. Other people can take this, even if they don't want to go to the fire academy, and it helps us train young people to be servants, number one, first responders, number two. Number three, it helps our local volunteer fire departments, and we can replenish people that are retiring from those in our county.
0: SCCSD is working with Chief Andy Woody from the Arkansas Firefighting Academy in Camden on the curriculum for the program, which is being taught by Paul Lear. The Conway County Center for Exceptional Children is gearing up for this year's Radiothon fundraiser. Over $34,000 was raised at last year's auction, which the center brought back after a 10-year hiatus. The 2023 Radiothon is scheduled for Friday, August 18th from 4 to 7 p.m. The auction will originate from the center's Action Services Facility at 1008 West Childress Street in Moralton, and we'll be broadcasting it live here on KVOMFM 101.7. An online bidding platform will be available through GalaBid, and you can view the items that will be auctioned with a link available on the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children page on Facebook. You can also scan the QR code on the Facebook page to access the bidding site. Bidding will also be facilitated during the event, through Facebook Live, over the phone, and on-site to provide the most opportunities for those interested. All proceeds from Radiothon benefit the Center for Exceptional Children, which provides services and therapy for individuals in Conway and Perry counties with developmental delays or disabilities and their families. This summer, the U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is teaming up with Arkansas law enforcement to keep drivers and passengers safe by raising awareness about the dangers of speeding and urging drivers to obey speed limits. From July 17th through July 31st, law enforcement officers will be on higher alert for speeding vehicles while participating in the Speeding Slows You Down campaign. If you're pulled over for speeding, you can expect to be issued a ticket for breaking the law. Much like impaired driving, speeding is a selfish choice that can have deadly consequences for the driver, vehicle passenger, and pedestrians. Speeding reduces a driver's ability to steer safely around another vehicle, a hazardous object, or an unexpected curve. Even the safest cars with the newest technologies are limited in reducing the odds of a crash and the injuries or death that may result. Whether it's a type of roadway, weather conditions, age of the driver, or impairment, speeding is dangerous for everyone involved. Don't risk it. Obey the posted speed limits and avoid the consequences. Remember, speeding slows you down. Summit Utilities has announced Conway County native Bob Gunderman is joining the company as its chief financial officer, who will be based in Little Rock. As CFO, Gunderman is responsible for overseeing Summit's accounting, financial planning, taxation, audit, investor relations, treasury, insurance, and gas supply and control teams. Prior to joining Summit, Gunderman served as CFO of Windstream Holdings, a privately held communications and software company. He currently serves on the Board of Directors of the Arkansas Game and Fish Foundation and was a previous board member of the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas. Summit Utilities owns natural gas distribution and transmission subsidiaries that operate in Arkansas, Colorado, Maine, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. 741, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton.
3: On Wall Street, stock markets moved sharply higher on Wednesday after CPI data surprised to the downside for both headline and core inflation. The S&P 500 closed up around 7% on the day and was on pace to be over 1.5% for the week. Treasury bond yields, meanwhile, moved lower as investors priced in a pause in the Federal Reserve rate hiking cycle after the July meeting. The two-year Treasury yield was down about 0.16% to 4.74% below its recent high of over 5%. Given the potential for a pause in rate hikes after the July meeting, the U.S. dollar also softened on Wednesday down to about 1.2% and lower by nearly 2.9% for the year overall. The Dow closed at 33347 when it was up 86 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,918 and was up 158 points. Volume was heavy as 1.9 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down 11 cents at $15.12. Bank of America was up 34 cents at $29.36. and Company was down $6.13 at $407.67. Entergy Corporation was up $0.73 cents at $98.33. Under Armour was up $0.10 cents at $7.33. Simmons Bank was up $0.26 cents at $17.64. Regions Financial was up $0.18 cents at $18.89. Southwestern Energy was up $0.07 cents at $6.10. Tyson's Food was up 51 cents at $52.18. Walmart was up 39 cents at $155.04. Live Ramp was up 49 cents at $28.39. InterPuppet Group was down 17 cents at $38.68. Next Era Energy was up $1.28 at $73.47. Natural gas was down 84 cents at $2.64. Precious metals were higher today, with gold being up $26.60 at $1,963.70, and silver being up $1.07 at $24.35. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Moralton.
0: On our community calendar, the regular monthly meeting of the Perryville City Council will be held tonight at 6:30 at the Perryville City Council meeting room. Registrations underway for the Morlton Parks and Recreation Department's youth summer camp, the campus for kids in first through sixth grades, and will be held July 17th through 21st. The fee is $60 per child. You can call the Morrilton Community Center at 501-354-4122 to learn more. The Hattieville Community Center is hosting a music night on the second Friday of each month. The next event will be this Friday night at 6. All are welcome. Bring your instrument or just come to listen and fellowship. And for more information, call Randall Gullett at 501-246-1745. A memorial count has been opened at Pettyjean State Bank to benefit the family of Adrian Morris, a 21-year-old from Center who died in a recent traffic accident. In addition to the bank, donations may be dropped off at Superior Heating and Air in Center All donations will go to funeral and other expenses incurred by the family. An open horseshoe tournament will be held Saturday at the City of Moralton's new Nature Trail Horseshoe Pits. Registration for male and female players begins at 9 a.m. Play begins at 10 for the double elimination tournament. The entry fee is $10 per person. Local author and baseball historian Jim Yeager will sell and sign copies of his new book, Hard Times and Hardball at Petty Jean Coffeehouse, this Saturday, 9.30 to 11 a.m. Morelton First Free Will Baptist Church Highway 64 West across from Moralton Veterinary Clinic will host Vacation Bible School this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for all children from kindergarten through sixth grade. The Department of Arkansas Disabled American Veterans and DAV Chapter 13 of Moralton will host a PACT Act Seminar Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Conway County Fairgrounds Multipurpose Building in Moralton. The presentation will be conducted by a member of the Arkansas Department of Veterans Affairs Outreach Division, and we'll discuss new changes that came with the PACT Act and assist veterans with claims or intent to file claims. All veterans are invited. For more information, call 501-208-2945. The Center Ridge Lodge of Freemasons will meet Saturday night at 7, and the Morlton Area Chamber of Commerce Community Night at Dickey Stevens Park in North Little Rock will be held Saturday night at 7.05. Free tickets for the Travelers game that night are available from the Morlton Area Chamber of Commerce office in downtown Morlton As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 747, we have some thunderstorms in the area, 79 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we visit with Jessica Rollman, Dean of Workforce Training and Education at UACCM.
3: Hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Right
2: in town and always
0: in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Okay, News Newswatch Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. A local author
4: and baseball historian Jimmy Ager has written his second book about baseball in Arkansas that will be available soon. It's called Hard Times and Hardball, and it's described as a collection of stories about the leagues, teams, and players. From a time when baseball was Arkansas's game. It follows a book called Backroads and Ball Players. that features a collection of stories about professional baseball players from rural Arkansas. Hard times and hardball will be available in several locations beginning this Saturday. On that day, Jaeger will be at Petigen Coffee House from 9 30 to 11 A.M. to sell and sign copies of that book. Major League Baseball teams have one more day off before resuming regular season play on Friday. The St. Louis Cardinals start the second half at home against the Washington Nationals. Friday's game is scheduled for 7.15 p.m. You can hear it live, of course, on 99.3 FM, The Eagle. The Arkansas Travelers also resume play Friday night when they start a three-game weekend series at home against Corpus Christi. This Saturday is Marlton Community Night at Dickey Stevens Park. Free tickets for that game are available at the Marlton area Chamber of Commerce office in downtown Marlton. And taking a look now... Uh, weather on this wet Thursday morning. We've got northeast winds at 9 miles per hour. Barometer pressure 29.98 inches. Low temperature this morning, 73 degrees. High yesterday, 91. A year ago today, the low was 71. The high was 97. As of about 7.30 this morning, we'd received 0.23 inches. Rain at KVM Studios. Our total for the year is at 36.76 inches. Our sunset this evening is 8.00. 27th and runs tomorrow morning at 6.07. And forecast calls for rain continuing this morning, mainly before 11 a.m. or so, otherwise mostly cloudy day, gradually becoming mostly sunny, though, and warming up this afternoon. High near 96 heat index as high as 112, and a heat advisory will be in effect from 1 until 7 p.m. today expect partly cloudy skies tonight low around 76 40 percent chance of showers and thunderstorms in the overnight hours 40 percent chance of thunderstorms tomorrow otherwise a partly sunny day high near 93 heat index as high as 106 another hot one tomorrow and then chance of rain will continue on through the weekend highs uh, low to mid 90s right now we've got rain at kvom studios thunderstorms in the area And 79 degrees in Marlton at 751 on KVOM Newswatch continues in just a moment.
3: Daddy Jean stayed back. Right in
1: town and always in touch.
4: Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 755 now on KVOM. We're joined on a close-up interview this morning by Jessica Rollman, the Dean of Workforce uh, Training and Education there at University of Arkansas Community College at Marlton. And good morning to you, Jessica.
2: Good morning, thanks for having me. You bet it
4: is exciting to catch up with you and uh, of course, the workforce programs there, a lot, uh, lot going on there at, uh, at the college, certainly, and something that, uh, I guess, uh, was exciting for the college not too long ago. Got a big grant from Johnson Controls, and that'll uh, help students in the ACVAC Program Is that right?
2: Yes. We uh, were honored for that one. That one you had to be chosen for. You had to be recommended. So it wasn't something we just applied for ourselves. They recommended us. um, And then we were able to get that. And it's $100,000 for the first year. Renewable for three more years. But 50% of that money goes to tuition for HVAC students. um, And then possibly a few welding students that first year. Because of the projects that they'll be doing together.
4: All right. That's great. Get some of those students in there. And um, get them to work I guess as soon as they complete that the scholarship they won't won't have to pay anything a couple of them so yeah it should
2: cover quite a few we're kind of doing it as a last dollar kind of thing so once their grants come through then we're able to finish out so hopefully we're going to get a whole lot of the uh, students to be able to get some funding from that and um, that's for the, the degree programs which we're enrolling all of our programs right now busy trying to get people ready for the school semester to start and get the classes that they're needing on the schedule and on their schedules
4: yeah, so a lot of the uh, programs, of course, are, uh, I guess, a year or two long, so mm-hmm. kind of follow the school schedule, but you have a lot of them, uh, I guess what we call short-term programs, CDL programs and stuff like that, and those are kind of ongoing and uh, a waiting list on a lot of those right
2: yes there is we're looking to hire a second cdl instructor because that one's been so full but then we also with heavy equipment and the horizontal drilling both of those are also covered by grants um, cdl's not but the other two are and um, so there is no cost to students for those short-term trainings in those two areas and then cdl we're booking september or october right now for those so hoping to get a second instructor so that we can get more students uh, licensed and ready to go to work for that one
4: and i know a lot of students when they complete some of these programs uh can are able to go to work right away i mean there's uh you know such high demand for some of these uh these professions and uh, they're companies Kind of ready to hire them as soon as they go through, aren't they?
2: Absolutely, both on the credit side of things, those getting degrees, and then the short term trainings, everybody's going to work. We get employers knocking on the door the whole time. In the short term trainings um, as well, we actually have employers coming on, watching what's going on, and kind of pre interviewing them while they're in the training. That way they're ready to get hired. Um, most of them are getting hired immediately with some pretty good 25 $30, even an hour jobs with the drilling jobs that they've gotten. So it's exciting to see them getting a, a high demand skill and being able to go to work and provide for their families.
4: Alright, so we've got the uh, grilling, heavy equipment, CDL, what are some the other programs people can go through through the the uh, workforce department there
2: yeah so those are our main ones for the short-term trainings Um, but then we also do the welding the hvac auto service Um, we have industrial maintenance and mechanics so putting them to work in at the manufacturing plants of course across campus we also do drafting surveying nursing so we really have something for everybody out there who's considering can i even do this Um, i promise you you can and we've got something for you
4: all right yeah a lot of opportunities there through the uh the workforce uh program there at the college and of course the workforce training center very exciting got renamed rededicated Doctor Davis, so that was exciting
2: dr yeah. davis he was kind of the the visionary for that building and it was great getting to visit with him and just show him that his vision was coming to fruition and that we're actually serving people and getting them trained and getting them employed so it was great having him there and getting to celebrate
4: Absolutely. All right. So again, with Jessica Roman, Dean of the Workforce uh, Training and Education uh, Department there at UACCM. And uh, if people are interested in getting into any of these programs, what's the best way they can go about doing that or getting information?
2: So always our website everything's on there, but then call in either the nine seven seven two thousand that gets you the admissions main number and then also nine seven seven two one eight nine'll cover all of our short term trainings in the workforce training center side of things
4: okay. All right, I Guess anything else you wanted our listeners to, to know
2: about this morning? Or? Um, just get signed up. All of our classes, whether short-term or credit-bearing, they're filling up, and we want to make sure that we can get you served. We have scholarship deadline of July 15th for the non traditional students, so the ones not coming right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's this week. Yep. And so it's a great opportunity to get your education partly paid for or fully paid for. All
4: right, absolutely. Check it out there at uh, UACCM. Again, Jessica Roman. Uh, with the Workforce uh, Training and Education Department. We thank you so much for coming in this morning.
2: Thank you for having us.
4: It is 8 o'clock on
0: KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.